Okay. Let's start off with the nugget. Pardon me. The only real mistake, the only real mistake is the one, the only real mistake is the one from which we learn nothing. Okay. So, Father, we thank you, Lord, as we look to your word. We thank you, Lord, there is an excitement, Father God, for your word. And, Father God, that we come alive to it. In Jesus' name. Okay. In our world today, there is a, it's in constant turmoil. Uh, you turn on the news, uh, there's confusion, uh, despair uh, because of a lack of peace. Um, in certain parts of the world, there is a continuous fear of terrorists um, uh, being assaulted and the, and the possibility of being maimed or killed. Uh, life, though, uh, is very precious and is regarded by some as uh, dirt cheap and having no value because it does not measure up to their standards. Thus, uh, that, that life must be eliminated or destroyed. So, uh, unfortunately, that's the world we live in. Uh, we are living in the end times, and it says that uh, a lot of things would be taking place. Uh, just like we read... Uh, Sunday that there was a pastor that went to a college of 3,000 and uh, told him that uh, you don't have to believe the Bible, it's, it's wrong and uh, live your life as you want. Uh, and uh, at the end of his dysentery, dysentery, dissertation <laughs> yeah, it could have been <laughs> the other one. <laughs> uh, they gave him a, a rounding applause, standing ovation. So uh, it shows you how uh, sick the world is today. Um, but glory to God, uh, we have a precious Heavenly Father uh, who has a much better thought on life. We know what uh, John 3.16 says, amen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever should believe in him should not perish but have eternal life. So that is what we shoot for. Uh, so God's mind, his wisdom, and his ways are beyond our natural thinking or our natural wisdom. Um, and in Isaiah chapter, no, I must start moving around now. In Isaiah chapter 55, in Isaiah chapter 55, Verse 9, we've read it before, it says, For as the heavens are higher than, than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Glory to God. So, uh, God's ways are higher. God's way is unconditional love. He gave his all for us. Um, peace can only come when we know God and receive his gift of peace. Glory to God. That's if you're 
looking for a title tonight. It's Shalom, Uncommon Peace. Shalom, Uncommon Peace. <clears throat> peace uh, in your uh, Greek is number 1515. It means to join, prosperity, peace, quietness, rest, set at once, one again, to set at one again, shalom, nothing broken, nothing missing. So that's the peace that we should have, nothing broken, nothing missing. And uh, now we're going to look at a number of scriptures that talk about uh, this peace. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 1. That's 1 Corinthians chapter 1. Look at verse 3. Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, from the Amphibite says, Grace, favor, and spiritual blessings be to you the heart peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. So this is given to us. This, this peace is given to us. And now let's go to... We're just going to look at a bunch of these. There's about four or five of these that we'll be looking at... Uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 1. That's 2 Corinthians chapter 1. And looking at verse 2. Grace be to you and peace from God our Father, from the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, again, uh, from the Amplified. Grace, favor, and spiritual blessings to you and heart peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed One. So there's, that, there's this peace coming our direction. And I'm going to get these glasses clean because I can't already see it. Now to the book of Galatians. Like I said, it would be just rummaging through a, a number of these. This is Galatians chapter 1. Again, verse 3. Grace be unto you, and peace from God, the Father of, of and from our Lord Jesus Christ. Again, from... The Amplified, grace and spiritual blessings be to you and soul peace from God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah. Glory to God. So this is this, this peace. There's nothing broken. Going back to the word shalom, nothing broken, nothing missing. So this is a perfect peace that uh, we have been given. Glory to God. Uh, right after the book of Galatians, we find the book of Ephesians. And we want to go to chapter 1, verse 2. Blessed be, pardon me, grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. From the Amplified, it says, May grace, God's unmarried favor, and spiritual peace, which means peace with God and harmony, unity, and uh, undisturbedness, be yours from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Wow, this, this, we're seeing a little bit more of a, the in-depthness of peace here. Uh, now to the book of Ephesians. Pardon me, not, we just got out of Ephesians. 
Uh, Philippians chapter 1. Philippians chapter 1. Again, verse 2. Philippians 1, 2. Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Again, uh, from the Amplified. Grace, favor, and blessings to you and the heart peace from our from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah. Okay, we want to go to the, the very next book. is Colossians. Paul wrote, wrote, uh, wrote quite a bit here. Colossians chapter 1, looking at verse 2. To the saints and faithful brethren in Christ, which are at Colossae, grace and peace unto you, and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, from the Amphite, to the saints and uh, uh, the consecrated people of God, and believing the faithful brethren in Christ, who are at Colossae, grace, spiritual favor, and blessings to you, the heart, peace from God our Father. And one more, we'll go to 1 Thessalonians. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 1, Paul and Silas and Timothy, unto the church of the Thessalonians, which is in God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. From the Amplified, Paul, Silvanus, Timothy, to the assembly, assembled church of the Thessalonians, in God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ the Messiah. Grace, spiritual blessing, and divine favor to you and heart peace. Glory to God. So peace is given by God to, to, to the believers. We need to really latch on to it. This peace we have to pursue because the enemy is trying to steal this peace that has been given to us. Uh, something happens and we fear something, so our peace goes. We, we've got to learn to get a hold, receive that peace, get a hold of it, and, and, and we must take it. Seize upon it uh, and don't let it go. Um, it's, ours, it's ours to have. It's, it's, it's our possession. It's just like if, when you get a uh, gift of some sort, uh, a Christmas gift or a birthday gift, they hand it over to you, you take it. I hope you take it or at least receive it and then you apply it, whatever it may, may be, to, to yourself, you use it. So this is a possession that we need. This peace is, is something we need to, to have, especially in the world that we live in today. Uh, like I said, there's turmoil all around. Uh, uh, you know, some people are afraid to go out of their house. I mean, uh, there's a lot of things that are taking place. We just have to have this peace. And uh, I know the. Uh, Law enforcement gives us a certain amount of peace, but we need a little bit higher, you know, because uh, like anything else, uh, uh, law enforcement is a call away, but that call may take a little while. There, there can't be, there's not something instant, but we, ha we can have instant peace through God because we know that he's with us. Amen. Glory to God. Okay. Um, Again, we have to take possession of it. And then when, when we have that peace, we have to guard it. It means we have to renew our mind to the things of God. Um, let's go to uh, back, uh, 
back to the book of John. Oh, not back, but we didn't go there at first. Let's go to John chapter 14 this time. In John chapter 14, this is what Jesus is saying to us. John chapter 14, looking at verse 27, Jesus says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I have given unto you, not as the world giveth. Give I unto you, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. So there, neither let it be afraid. So he's saying that if we allow fear to come in, it's going to remove our, our peace. So we can't allow fear to come in or be afraid. Glory to God. Um, let your heart not be troubled, neither let it be afraid. In other words, shalom, shalom. There's nothing broken, nothing missing with this peace. We, got, we need to hold on to it. Okay, um, let's go all the way back to the Old Testament. Find the book of Isaiah chapter 26. Isaiah chapter 26. Isaiah chapter 26, looking at verse 3. That will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusts in thee. From the Amplified, verse 3. You will guard him and keep him in perfect and constant peace, whose mind, both its inclinations and its character, is stayed on you because he commits himself to you, leans on you, and hopes confidently, confidently in you. So we have to have this mind, our mind, on him, stayed on him. It says it has to be stayed on him. Uh, uh, how do we maintain this peace? Our minds must be, like it says, we, we have to have our mind stayed on God. Uh, this means we have to put some effort into this. When you, when, um, like I said, when God gives you a gift, you have to receive it. Okay, now that, he, now that we have the gift, we need to allow it to uh, mature or manifest in our lives. We just can't let the peace just kind of sit there. We need to build up strength in that peace through faith, okay? Um, and our part is, will be found in uh, the book of Philippians. The book of Philippians. I got, we're all over the place. Thank you, Lord. Philippians chapter 4. In Philippians 4, beginning in verse 7, And the peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, Whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do, and the peace of God shall be with you. Uh, from the Amplified, beginning with verse 7, and God's peace shall be yours, that tranquil state of soul assurance of its salvation through Christ, and so fearing nothing from God and being content with its earthly lot of whatever sort that is, that peace which transcends all understanding shall 
garnish and mount guard over your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. For the rest, brethren, whatsoever is true, whatsoever is worthy of reverence, whatsoever is honor and seemingly, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely and lovable, whatever is kind and winsome and gracious, if there be any virtue and excellence, if there be anything worthy of praise, think on these, think on and weigh and take account of these things. Fix your minds on them. Practice what you have learned and received and heard and seen in me and model your ways of living on and the, and the God of peace, of untroubled, undisturbed well-being will be with you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So that's how we have our minds stayed on peace. We need to know what his word says and rely upon his word as uh, our only uh, comfort when trials, uh, trials or fear comes our way. God's word will take care of it. We have to know what God's word. That means this is that this is that effort we need to know. We have to have the effort put in our hearts and in our minds, because um, the battlefield is the mind. Because you can see something, and automatically your mind will think. Uh, since we live in the negative word, we think of something on the negative side. I hate to say say that, but. Uh, you know, <laughs> if you watch any mysteries on TV or something, your mind begins to think like, okay, this, this, this individual is going to do something bad. I mean, you're, there's that negative thought that comes to saying, okay, this person is a good person. I mean, um, how many of you have ever watched a good mystery? Okay, and you're, and, 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 and you're figuring out, okay, there's, they show you four different people that could do the deed, dastardly deed. And you're, you're thinking in your own mind, okay, what, what, should, what should we be thinking? We're trying to figure out, okay, even though that individual seems nice, what motive do they have? And, and our minds are that way. When certain things come up, we are thinking in the wrong things. That, puts that, that develops a fear because it's running away from what God's word says that says we need to think on what things are good. T talking about good mysteries, I saw one the other night. They had four, four likely suspects. And right at the end, they brought a fifth person in that was in the whole thing, but you, they never, you never saw him as a, you know, uh, as a person that could do this type of deed. And all of a sudden, you see him with a gun trying to kill everybody. He's like, wow, well, how did this happen? You know? So, you know, uh, our mind, you know, all, the, all these thoughts about these other four, I was like, man, how did that? But it just happened because this other guy was behind the scenes and he was there throughout, you know, the display of, of things, but you didn't, Think of him as because they had shown, the writer had shown these other individuals have some motive, and this guy wouldn't have a motive until the very end. You find out it was. I said, wow, I didn't. Usually I could pick out, but like I said, we, our minds go to the negative things. You know, that's not bad. 
if you're a cop, you know, you gotta, you gotta know where you you gotta know where the guy's at. I mean, you know, this guy's got a record, He's, you know. But you gotta find out, you know, who this guy's connections are and all that other type of stuff. So, you know, we, we just have to know, like it says, um, thou will keep in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. We need to stay with God and his word. Find out what his word says and how we are to conduct ourselves. And we won't fall into the trap of being fearful. Uh, going back to movie, uh, mystery movies, sometimes you're, you're seeing the, the evil deed. You know, they're always hooded or something in the darks. And they're coming out with a knife or, you know, some type of... And you, you know, uh, let, me, let me use this illustration. It's a bad illustration, but if you ever saw the, the picture way back when, Psycho, that one, well, you know, <laughs> I, it, was, it was already a year out, and uh, I was in service at the time. And, and the, the guy said, hey, let's go on, go on out and see this movie. They knew about it. They knew a couple of us didn't know about it, you know. So here we are, sitting in the movie, all of a sudden, when this thing happens, you know, this guy goes into the, he slaps me on the back, oh! I mean, because you were so entrenched in that movie that, you know, you were there, and oh my gosh, I mean, good thing I had a good bladder at the time. But, you know, this is what I'm saying, you know, Sometimes it, things will hit you like that when you've got to really be careful. Uh, we've got to think of what God tells us to think about. Okay. I don't know how I got on those things. <laughs> okay. Our minds must be stayed on God, and, and, and it's a, the effort is in all those good things that we need to do. We must learn to control our mind, and uh, we already know where we're going to go on that one. Uh, the controlled mind goes to Romans chapter 12. Verses 1 and 2. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is a reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that may prove what is good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. There's that changing of our mind, finding out what God's word is, and begin to motivate ourselves into the right things. Um, I don't know why every time I get up here, I have to tell myself. But like, like I said, you can, you might, <sighs> oh Lord. You can be in a group of people. And if you don't have strong ties with the Lord, you can be sucked right in with them. Well, you know, I told you I got sucked in a few things because Okay, I wanted to be part of the in crowd. So you go ahead and do it. And you don't think it's going to be bad. And all of a sudden they start doing something. And, oh my gosh, what did I just do? Or what, what was I accomplished? You know, they got to got him for that. And I got to been a, a accomplish. Accomplish, what is it? Accomplish, yeah. Said, well, you, he did that. And you were there along with him. So you didn't stop him. So you get the same break as he does. Jail time, you know. What so we have to know who we have to know who we are, and then trust that we can call upon God when we 
start to slip. We need to be able to walk away or say, okay, this is wrong and we shouldn't do, you shouldn't do this or we shouldn't do this because it's, it's gonna be bad for us if the boss finds out or these people find out or you know, the neighbors find out. You gotta be able to speak God's word and be firm and not be drug into it. None of you has ever been drug into some bad thing. So, you know, uh, uh, the easiest one that we get caught up in is gossip. You get caught up right in it. You say, well, you know, I'd never do that, but what did you hear about that person? Really, Mary? They said that? And then you go to somebody else and Mary told me that this happened and you stretch it out this way because Mary only told you this much and you assume more on this part and pretty soon that person is, you know, thought of real bad. You know, and it's not because of what Mary but it's because you wanted to, come on, Mary, tell me. And if she wasn't strong enough, she'd tell you. Yeah, this is what they did. But don't tell anybody. You know, so we're both at fault. So gossip is, is an easy, shows you an easy way how easy we, easily we fall because our, our fallen nature, uh, we like it. <laughs> because it's about somebody else and it puts us up at a higher level than, quote, they, because you would never do such a thing or I would never do such a thing, but guess what? We did something worse. We pulled them down, we, we, put it, we stuck a, a, a dagger in the back or shot them because of what our words did, because it's gonna go around to a bunch of people. Okay, so we, we, have to, we have to put some effort into God's word on the peace side, okay? Uh, Joshua 1.8, let's, we already looked at Romans. Joshua 1.8 is uh, something that we refer to a lot. In Joshua 1, 8, it says, This book of the law shall not depart of your out of thy mouth. Thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou may observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Well, that goes wrong, along with uh, Romans 12. We want that prosperity. We want to have good success in whatever we, we are doing in life. And uh, most of us have a good thoughts of doing something. I mean, you know, we don't think about, okay, let's see how we can rob the bank and get away with it. I mean, it's not the, that type of thing. We don't, you know, we don't want good success in that area. <laughs> but some people feel that way. And, you know, they want to rob. They want to be successful at it. Uh, I mean, you know, the... You look at the James brothers and uh, Bonnie and Clyde. They thought nothing. Of, of, they wanted to be successful in what they did. And all the gangsters, they want to be successful. They, that's why they, they have the, the, who are you going to, the mobs going after one another. Because they want to be successful. They want to be higher than the other ones. They want to be successful. Well, it's because of our carnal nation, nature wanting to be successful but in the wrong things. So we need to have God's word that we could be successful in the things that he's guaranteed that we can be successful at if we will follow his path. Amen. Okay, and then in 
then way back in uh, the third thing that this tie, these three things tie together. Um, in Third John, verse 2, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prosper. Does that mind, if we get our mind and our heart together and, and it's prospering in God's word, we will be successful in everything. But glory to God. Okay, since uh, we're in that uh, region, let's uh, turn, uh, return to the book of Colossians and we'll go to chapter 3 this time. That's Colossians chapter 3. Uh, we will begin in verse 1. That's Colossians 3, verse 1. If ye be risen with Christ, seek after those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affections on things above, not on things of the earth, for, you're dead, for ye are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. Okay, from the Amplified. If then you have been raised with Christ to a new life, thus sharing his resurrection from the dead, aim at and seek the rich eternal treasures that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. And set your minds and keep them set on what is above, the higher things, not on things, on, uh, not on the things of uh, uh, things that are on the earth, for as we are, pardon me, as for as this world is concerned, we have died, and your new life, life is hidden with Christ Jesus. For glory to God, Hallelujah. So, we have to set our things on the things of God constantly. Now that that is uh, something that's. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say it's difficult because we, we do have things that we need to accomplish. But God says, place them under God's word. I mean, uh, you know, start off your day reading the word or praying, praying the word because then that's your foundation. Don't build your foundation on the things that you're going to be doing during the day because it's going to collapse. Because God can give you the proper solutions to things that are going to take place during your prayer time and your reading, then when you run across them, you'll, hey, this is, this is, this is what God's telling me. I can do this. And saying, well, I was thinking about this, and this is the way it should go. And so we're putting it all on ourselves and not God. God says, I'll take any problems you've got. We'll solve them together. We need to be together with God. Put him first. We need to put him first. Amen. Okay. Um, let's back up to the book of, uh, right in front of that, you'll find the book of Philippians. And we want to go to chapter 4 again. And looking at verse 4, it says, Rejoice always in the Lord. And again, I say rejoice. Uh, from the Amplified, rejoice in the Lord always. Delight, glad yourselves in him. Again, I say rejoice. So here it is. We need to start having rejoicing sessions or thanksgiving sessions with God. Um, I know we all thank God. Thank you, Lord, for this meal and bless the hands that prepared it and thank you, Lord, that I got through the stoplight or, you know, got through the traffic. But there needs to be, we need to have a more intimate relationship with God. Something that we can rejoice at. Hey, Lord, thank you. Your thoughts are towards me are more than all the sands of the sea. Give me a thought, Lord. Give me a thought. 
Hey, you're beautiful. You're handsome. I made you to be more than conquer. What you put your hand to shall prosper. I mean, though, you know, there's thoughts that'll just begin to jump up. But if we're not reading his word, we're not going to find out what some of his thoughts are. We're going to take the, the thoughts of the devil. Oh, you stupid thing. Look what you just did. Nobody ever said that by yourself. How in the world? Got, that was stupid of me. That's not what God says of me. See, we're already, we're already agreeing with the enemy. How can that happen? That's not stupid, you know. Lord, forgive me. I'm not that way. We have to reject these things. But we don't. I know, I know. You know, oftentimes, yeah, that was a stupid thing, you know. And I mope around for a long time because, you know, if, that was dumb. Like, I knew better, you know. I mean, you just chastise yourself. <laughs> I missed my turn. Now I've got to go four miles down before the next turnaround, you know. Uh, well, thank you, Lord. I missed it, but glory to God, I've got these four, eight extra miles now. There's four down and four back. I've got eight miles to thank you. Okay. Um, verse, uh, we're still in uh, Philippians 4. Let's go to verse, oops, let's go to verse 6. Be careful for nothing or be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Uh, from the Amplified, do not fret or have anxiety about anything, but in every circumstance and in everything by prayer and petition, definite requests with thanksgiving, continue to make your wants known to God. Glory to God. It says we need to be thanking him. Don't be anxious for anything. Anxious, worry. Worry is sin. Because we, it says we've been given peace, so should, peace should not give us worry. Nothing broken, nothing missing. That's peace. And worry is showing it's fragmented. It's our mind's becoming fragmented with the wrong things. So verse 7 goes on to say, and the peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Wow. Verse 7 from the Amphi, and, and the God of peace shall be yours, that tranquil state of, of the soul, assured of its salvation through Christ, and so fearing nothing from God and being confident with its earthly lot of whatever sort of sort, that is, that peace which transcends all understanding shall garrison and mount guard over your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So peace will give us a greater understanding of what we're going to go through. Okay, Lord, what's going on? I'm going to give you peace to go through this. You don't have to worry about it. You're slowing down for this reason or you have to speed up for this reason. I'm going to give you peace. Don't worry about it. I've got it covered. Okay. And number eight, it says, Finally, brother, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest. We know what that rest says. So, in verse eight, we need to think on these things. Think on God's word constantly. That gives us peace. Glory to God. Okay. Returning to the book of uh, 1 Corinthians, and we want to go to the second chapter. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 2. 
1 Corinthians chapter 2, looking at the last verse, number 16. That's 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 16. For whom, who hath known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him, but we have the mind of Christ. Oh, glory to God. Uh, verse uh, 16 from the Amphite. For whom has known or understood the mind, the counsels and purposes of the Lord, so as to guide and instruct him and give him knowledge? But we have the mind of Christ, the Messiah, and do hold the thoughts, feelings, purposes of his heart. So with this, this thought that we have the mind of Christ, this should make us bold to walk in the things of God, bold to walk in the world. Hey, I can do this. I can accomplish this because God has given me the ability to do it. I have the mind of Christ. I can recall things that need to be recalled. And if I don't have the recall for it, I can ask the Holy Spirit and he'll give me the answer. And that's where we become more than conquerors according to Romans 8.37. We are more than conquerors to him who loved us. So we can be conquerors. We're bold to be conquerors. Okay, now, we're going to go all the way back to the Old Testament for the last few minutes here. Deuteronomy chapter 11, going back to Deuteronomy chapter 11. Look at verse 23, Deuteronomy eleven twenty-three. 23. Then the Lord will drive out all these nations from before you, and ye shall possess greater nations and mightier than yourselves. From the, uh, verse 23 from Amplified. And the Lord will drive out all these nations before you. You could say, well, nations, the individuals, the, the trials, the uh, temptations. He'll drive them out before us. So that means we need, know his, we need to know God, know his will, and know his word. And then we can react properly because we have peace. Um, let's go to Isaiah chapter 52 now. Isaiah 52. And in Isaiah 52, looking at verse, uh, verse 12. For you, shall not, for you shall not go out with haste, nor by flight. For the Lord will go before you... And, the God of Israel will be your reward. So the Lord is going before us. So don't go out with haste. The Lord's going out before us. And he will be our reward. Well, that's a good one to hold on. You're my reward, God. You're going to go before me in this situation, and you're going to be my reward. You're going to prove me right, or I'm going to prove you right, in other words. I'm going to do what you called me to do. You're going to be... Honored, Lord. Okay. Uh, let's go to Psalms 37 now. Book of Psalms. Back up. Psalms 37. Oh, wow. Glory to God. Shalom, shalom. Psalms 37. Oh, just passed it up. In Psalms 37, Verse 3, trust in the Lord and do good, so shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. Uh, verse uh, from the Amplified, verse 3, trust, lean on, rely on, and be confident in the Lord, and do good, and so shall you dwell in the land, and feed surely on his faithfulness, and truly you shall be fed. Glory to God. Fed on his faithfulness. He's not going to leave us nor forsake us. We can hold on. We can have this peace. 
Amen. Okay, Proverbs chapter, going to Proverbs now, Proverbs chapter 3. Looking at Proverbs, I know we're going quickly here. Proverbs chapter 3, look at verse 26. For the Lord shall be thy confidence and shall keep thy foot from being taken. From the uh, verse uh, 26 from the Amplified. For the Lord shall be your confidence. Firm and strong, he shall keep your foot from being caught in a trap or some hidden danger. Glory to God. You, some of us need to hold on to that highlight. This is, this, is what, this is what you say, Lord, for my day. You're my confidence, and you shall keep my foot from being taken. Glory to God. I'm going to overcome. We're going to overcome. Then Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, we all know that one. It says, without faith is it impossible to please him. We need this faith. We need to have the word. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word. So we need this faith to please him. Glory to God. And then Philippians 3, verses 13 and 14 says, I press forward to the prize of the high calling. So we need to press forward into the things of God. For the, It's the high calling. This gives us peace when we press forward into things he's called us to. And Luke chapter 10, verse 19 it says that we've been given power over the enemy. Glory to God. He's given us power over the enemy. He's with us. He's given us power over the enemy. He wants to see us to do the proper things. Glory to God. We have been created in God for peace. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Therefore, if any, be, any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are new. All things are new. We are, you are new. New every morning. Glory to God. Peace is given by God. We must pursue peace. You must take peace. We must possess peace. We must guard peace and never let it go. Again, shalom, shalom. Nothing broken, nothing missing. And that's it for tonight. Glory to God. Shalom. Uncommon peace. The uncommon peace. Okay. Anybody need prayer tonight? Okay, let's all stand. We can close up. Some of us get home a little bit earlier. Father,